Before we get to the episode, I've got something free for you. I'd love to give you a pack of Canva Instagram story templates and Pinterest templates that go with your unique brand's vibes. Whether you're more bright and colorful or more sophisticated and polished, I've got you covered. Take my website personality quiz at elizabethmccravey.com slash quiz, and you'll be matched with a few gorgeous DIYable website templates that would be perfect for your ideal client's vibes. You'll also get 10% off your template purchase from my shop, a free month subscription to show it, a full brand personality profile to tell you what design your client is looking for, and of course, those awesome Canva templates. You can get it all now for free at elizabethmccravey.com slash quiz. Now here's the episode. Hey guys, I'm Elizabeth McCravey, a website designer and business coach for entrepreneurs and your host for the Breakthrough Brand Podcast, the show that's all about pulling back the curtain on how to actually build a successful business. I don't skim the surface around here. If you want a deep dive into the nitty gritty details of what it takes to run a successful business and stand out in a crowd, you're in the right place. After creating a multiple six-figure-a-year website design business in my 20s, I'm ready to share everything I've learned and everything I'm still learning because I believe the keys to building a thriving business should never be a secret. Here, you'll find episodes that are actionable, direct, and fun, like French chatting business over coffee and a fresh, honest take on the reality of being an entrepreneur. If you're ready to master online marketing, branding, website design, mindset, and business strategy, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to build your breakthrough brand. Let's do this. All right, so a common episode request I get is stuff around search engine optimization. And I honestly haven't done many episodes on the podcast yet about SEO. I want to do more of it starting with this episode right now. So I'm going to share with you some specific ways that I drive organic traffic in my business. So these things work really well for me and they can work for you as well. And some of these are going to seem obvious. Again, I'm only sharing three things, but some might seem obvious to you. If it feels like that, then no, it's obvious with a reason. So try it. And then some of these things are going to be stuff you probably haven't um, thought about or even tried yourself. And so it's a good time to try it. And if you're someone who maybe you feel like SEO is too technical, too daunting, too hard to understand, changes too much to really get a good handle on it, whatever your feeling is, then I think this episode is going to also help you see SEO in a simpler light um, as something that you can, you know, make these different changes on your website and make big SEO gains in your business. So here we go. Get ready to take some notes. And please let me know if you try any of these things, any of these tips, and if they work well for your business. So let's go. All right, so let's get into these tips. And again, I gotta say, I'm just so excited about this. So I outlined this episode about two hours ago while Colin was napping. And as I was outlining, I was just like, oh, these are so good. I'm loving these tips. I told Adam, I was like, this episode is gonna be awesome. I'm so excited to record it. So now during Colin's nap time again, here I am and I'm gonna record this for you guys. And I might end up feeling like I need to whisper um, about halfway through when Adam puts him down for a nap. So so we'll see. Hopefully I can keep um, the energy 
she up and maybe um, not whisper, even though I'm going to feel like I need to, because he is going to be in the next room. Um, But anyway, okay, let's get started with this. So first tip, I got three for you. I'm going to walk through all these and tell you exactly how to implement them. So the first way to drive more organic traffic to your website, link to your own website, lots of other places and get other people to as well, aka making your own backlinks happen. So this is a very simple but often missed means to increase your SEO power. So by linking to your website and then people clicking to it, to whatever page you're linking to, you're telling Google this is important. And it's basically a vote of confidence for your content every time that's happening. So backlinks are hugely helpful. And um, you might be like, man, I don't know if any of you guys experience this, but about five times a day, literally, we get emails from some random company asking if they can pay us for a backlink or if they can write a content piece for the blog and get a free backlink, just requesting backlink, backlink, backlink over and over again. I'm sure many of you get those sort of emails too, like the very generic request. And basically what they're doing, like why they're asking for backlinks, why they're wanting to pay sometimes hundreds of dollars for a backlink is because they want my website or your website to be a vote of confidence for their site with a backlink. So that's how backlinks work. And as we always say, um, we say this whenever we get those requests, we don't accept free or paid backlinks. But I do want to say that I have one time, six years into business, um, done one paid backlink and it was for Sticker Mule, which is the sticker printing company we use. And so when they asked, I was like, heck yes, that's an easy yes. So I included them um, the link they wanted, which was a specific link to one of their new products. Because again, that's how people are thinking about this. They wanted to get that page boosted. I include that in a blog post. Um, link to their site, and it was a vote of confidence to search engines for that specific page. Okay, so that's how backlinks work. Um, so how do you do this for your own website on your own um, without sending spammy backlink emails to people? Here are some ways. First of all, link to your own content as much as you can. So if you have a podcast or YouTube channel, let's say, link back to your own site in the show notes. You see me probably doing that week after week on the podcast. I'm linking to specific pages on my website in the show notes, that's giving me a backlink from Apple Podcasts or from um, internal links even within my own blog, um, that sort of thing. On Instagram, link to your site on stories often. Now everyone without the swipe up can share um, links on their stories. Link to your own website, link to specific pages when you're sharing about something. On Facebook, write posts and link to your blogs, link to your service pages, all of that from post you do on Facebook. And then this one's huge for my fellow website designers. Seriously, do not miss what I'm about to say. Um, always link back to your own website as a site credit. Always. Um, I show you exact like my exact strategy for how to do this well um, with my clients and booked out designer. Like I have a literal video on it where I'm telling you like, here's how to do the whole site credit thing. Here's how to put it in your contract. Um, here's how different strategies for doing it well. But don't skip this. It's a huge SEO boost. And it's also going to help you with getting clients. Um, So for website designers, you want to do that. And there's other guys of you listening who have business types where doing that sort of backlink is also smart. So in that case, do it. Um, Go on a podcast, guest blog, things like that. And when you do, ask them to link back to your website. Um, If you have a specific page on your site that's super relevant and you want them to link to that, ask. Um, For me as a podcaster and someone who also has been guests on other podcasts, um, it's a miss when you're you're a guest and they don't give you a backlink. It really is like a missed opportunity um, for you. So if you want to like request that, do it. Um, it's a great, a, a great little SEO 
know, boost there. Um, another way that's kind of similar to being like a podcast guest or a guest on someone's YouTube channel, speaking at an event, all of that kind of stuff is a way to get backlinks, but be featured as a success story for programs you're in or things that you buy. So that's a little hidden um, backlink hack there. So for example, if you're an M-Shop customer and you've maybe filled out our survey and written a review, um, you might have a backlink from me in a variety of places. You could be on the showcase page, which is elizabethmccravey.com slash showcase if you want to see that. Um, you could be on there linking back directly to your website. Um, you could be in a blog post where we're showcasing customers, all of that sort of thing. That's my site giving your site a vote of confidence with that link. Um, so backlinks, I've said it like a thousand times in the last five minutes, but it's huge. And it's worth noting too, I want to say that even as I'm saying backlinks are so amazing, not all backlinks are created equal. So a spammy site backlinking to you could actually hurt your SEO, um, while a backlink with a site with a super high SEO score can help you a ton. And then there's actually more weight given to some websites like .org and .gov, for example, are going to have a higher weight even than .com in most cases. So anyway, there's a lot of variations there. But try to get backlinks and make the backlinks happen for yourself. That's tip number one. All right, and my second way to drive more organic traffic to your website. This one's going to feel a little more confusing than the one I just talked about, but I promise it doesn't have to be as confusing as it's going to sound. So optimize the way your heading tags are set up on your website. So this is something that might not completely change your SEO game. It's not the sort of thing necessarily that's going to bring you to the first page of Google or anything like that, but I will say it does matter. And this little tweak is the type of thing that makes a big difference, but it's really easy to overlook. And if you were to work with someone like an SEO professional to optimize your site's SEO, this actually might be a first step they would do because it's kind of like a low hanging fruit is my perspective on it of like ways to increase your SEO. And it's something that you yourself can do for your business as a non SEO expert. So to kind of explain how all this works, again, I'm, I'm not like an SEO pro. So I'm explaining this as like someone who is not doing this um, professionally necessarily. I'm doing it for my own business. But this is how I explain it. Every piece of text on your website has a tag associated with it. So some of those might be H1, H2, H3, paragraph, and navigation. Um, if you use show it, you will actually see those under the advanced um, tag, advanced settings area. When you're selecting text, you can see, okay, like I've selected this text block. Here's the tag setting it has. So using heading tags properly tells Google what your content is about, which will help it be shown to the right people who are searching for that thing. Um, so heading tags used to matter a lot more than they do now. If you kind of research that, like read some different articles about SEO and how it's changed over the years, it used to matter a lot more than it does now. Um, that used to be like a great little like hack to get to the first page almost like make sure your tags are set up right. Um, it matters less now because search engines are smarter at reading our content, but it does still matter. Um, so here's like a specific thing though, if you want to just do like, okay, I'm going to take this and I'm going to do like one or two things to kind of make the the H tag set up better. Here are the two things I would say to do. First thing, no more than one H1 tag, which is heading one, 
per page on your site. So H1 is the highest heading on the page. Um, it's basically like the page title. It's what you're saying the page is about. And that should only happen one time. That tag is telling Google what the page is about. So it needs to be like selecting text that actually is what the page is about. It doesn't need to be a whole paragraph body or it doesn't need to be your button um, linked as like the H1 tag or it doesn't need to be a bunch of them because that's going to confuse Google as to what the page is about. Um, again, talking about show it, um, this is something you can easily edit within your show it template. Other sites like Squarespace and WordPress, you're going to be doing it a little bit differently, but you can just select the text and you can see what the H setting, the um, advanced tags that he is. And I will say my templates are all set up to have exactly what I just told you already done for you. So there's only going to be one H1 tag on each page. And I've selected the text that makes sense to be the heading, the top heading for the page. So that's the first thing to do. The second thing is to make sure you're using H2, H3, paragraph headings, all that kind of thing with hierarchy. So a paragraph comes after those headings. H2 comes before H3 and that sort of thing. And again, I share this tip because it does matter. Um, And like I said, it's a low hanging fruit. It's an easy thing to fix up on your own website, but it's not the end all be all um, of SEO, which again, like years ago, it might've been a bigger emphasis on this. It was more like with the right heading, you'll rank. And there's a lot more to SEO than now, but it's like it's, it's not worth like ignoring. I guess that's kind of why I'm like, this is so worth talking about. It's not worth ignoring. Um, and a pro tip, if you want to quickly look at your H tags on your website and you're like, Elizabeth, I, all this sounds so important, but I have no idea. Am I using a ton of H1 tags? Am I using paragraph properly? All that kind of thing. There's a free Google Chrome plugin. I'm going to link to it in the blog post that goes with this episode, but it's called Header Checker. Um, completely free Google Chrome plugin. Um, you just, you install it once it's installed you go to your website or any website, you hover over the text and with the plugin activated and it tells you, actually plugin's not the right word. Why am I saying plugin? It's an extension, um, a Google Chrome extension anyway, but you're going to hover over the text and then it's going to tell you like that's H1, that's H2, that's H3 or whatever. And then if you see something that needs fixing, you know, go into your site, fix it and republish. So that's going to make figuring all this out really simple. All right. And the third and final way I'm sharing today to how to drive more organic traffic to your website. This is the one that I was saying earlier. It might seem super obvious, but the question would be, are you actually doing it? And I'm going to make this like seem, um, I'm going to explain like how, how it works so well. So that is blog and update your website frequently, um, specifically through blogging. Again, we all hear about blogging, right? We've been talking about that forever. Um, We all know it can be important, um, but here's why. Um, Blogging really is one of the simplest ways to help your website rank um, and to help with so many other things. Like blogging is a great way to show why people should work with you, to show your expertise, to help, um, to do internal links, to do external links, all of that kind of stuff. Um, By being a content creator, you're doing a few things that are going to help your website rank. So first of all, you're giving yourself many opportunities to rank with all the different content pieces you're creating. So you might surprise yourself um, by what 
post rank um, and end up being really helpful and helping people find your business. So when you're creating a lot of content, you're just creating so many opportunities to rank on Google through all these different content pieces. Whereas without blogging, you're only having your like regular website pages to be able to work with, right? Um, second thing, you're telling Google that your website isn't static. It's updated and has a lot of different content happening. And blogging helps with this the most because there's only so much you're going to change frequently on a page like your contact page or homepage anyway. But with blogging, you're creating change on your site every time you publish a blog. So creating change, showing Google it's not static. Third thing, blog posts are going to rank better than other pages on your site because people are searching for solutions to problems. So like your contact page is not going to rank well. Um, your about page isn't going to rank well for stuff besides someone searching for your name and searching you know, like about Elizabeth McCravey, then it might rank for that. Um, but generally speaking, that's not something that's going to rank for, for something like what you might be hoping for. But a blog post that answers someone's struggle that they are going to Google for. People, you know, type questions into Google. They type problems they're having looking for solutions, that has a great chance to rank. So with those three reasons in mind, I really want to encourage you to start blogging. And um, with that encouragement, um, don't make it the biggest decision of your life. I think sometimes people overthink this. Um, You don't have to commit to like every week, every month or anything like that. Just start. And when you have a content idea that you think you could blog about, a problem you know an answer to, I would encourage you to jot it in a note on your phone. That's what I do. I sometimes even start a new note where I'm kind of like starting to outline a podcast episode a little bit to do for later. So just start a note in your phone. And um, as I mentioned podcasting right then as a side note, if you're already creating content, maybe you're doing YouTube, maybe you do podcasts, maybe you have um, an IG live you do once a week or a Facebook live or something like that, that is your blog content right there. So you should always be blogging your podcast content, your YouTube content, repurpose that kind of stuff to your website because that way you're going to be able to let it do its work um, to help you with your SEO. So again, third tip's a little basic, um, but very important and very helpful. So that is, again, to blog um, in order to update your website frequently. So that is it, friends. Um, Cheers to improving our SEO with these simple but strategic and amazing tweaks. I hope that made SEO feel a little less complicated to you because it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, And I hope this helps you have some clarity on what can help you strategically improve your website. And I know I kind of already said this, but if you want more ways to boost your SEO and have a really good looking website, Seriously, look no further than my templates. They are going to help you boost your SEO because of the way they're strategically structured. They're set up well for you to blog. They already have those tag settings done correctly. And, you know, they're not really going to help you with the backlinking thing necessarily. But, you know, um, I can give you a backlink on the showcase page um, and that sort of thing. So anyway, you can shop those um, over at elizabethmccravey.com slash shop. And feel free to always reach out to me with any questions you have about them. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. The resources I mentioned are all going to be in the blog post for it as well. So you can go to elizabethmccravey.com slash, um, what are we on? 146 to get those links and all of that. So hope you enjoyed this and I'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode all the way until the end. I appreciate you being here. And if you enjoyed this episode, then I want to invite you to check out my website template shop too. Over on elizabethmccravey.com, you'll find show it website templates that are easy to use, strategically designed, and created to help you book more clients and customers. Maybe your current website is really boring, 
Maybe it's a challenge to update and maybe even it's that thing that you really feel like is just completely holding your business back. Your website needs to be strategically and intentionally designed in order for it to convert your viewers into raving customers. And that's exactly what my M shop templates do. So these are pre-made show it website templates where you can plug and play your content into it with ease and then get started with a website that's designed to actually help you make more money. These templates are designed to be SEO friendly on the back end, and they're not just pretty, but they are very strategic. And with all the strategies I teach on this podcast, and best of all, they're easy for you to set up all by yourself. So shop them at elizabethmccravey.com slash shop and come join the M shop family of hundreds of happy customers. And as an added perk, you can use the code BB podcast at checkout to get 10% off any template as a thank you for being a part of the podcast family. So that's BB podcast for 10% off any template over at elizabethmccravey.com. And if you love this podcast, don't forget that you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts so that you never miss an episode and leave a rating and review for the show wherever you're listening. Share it with a friend, share it on Instagram or Facebook. That's a great way to support the podcast and get the word out. All right, I'll be back next week with another new episode.